Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Let's get started, gentlemen, here. We're, we're holding in Perak Aleph, Pasuk uh, Mishnah Yud in Perkei Avot. This is the fourth of the Zugot. We had three pairs so far that we spoke about, where there was the Nasi and the Av Beit Din, and they were a pair. Each of them taught us rules and laws, ideas. So now we're moving on to the fourth of the set, the sets, the fourth of the five, actually, it's four or five, we'll see. Shmaya and Avtalion. Now, Shmaya and Avtalion perhaps are most famous for being the Rebbe of Hillel and Shammai. They were the Rebbeim, Shmaya and Avtalion. They were the Rebbeim of Hillel and Shammai. Hillel and Shammai were very famous. They had great yeshivot of Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai. Shmaya and Avtalion actually were descendants of Gerim. They were descendants of converts. Yeah, the Gemara says they were descendants of converts. And not only just any converts, they were descendants of Sancherev, who was the king of Ashur, the king of Assyria, Sancherev, Melech Ashur, who exiled the ten northern tribes of Israel, you know, the Asashvatim. He exiled the ten northern tribes besides for Yehuda and Binyamin. So apparently his descendants converted, and Shmai and Avtalion were from those converts who descended from that king, Melech Ashur, Sancherev, Melech Ashur. They were not just big rabbis, they were the leaders of the Jewish people in their time. Shmaya was the Nasi, the prince, the head of the Jewish people, and Avtalion was the Avbeitin, the head of the courts. Now, Avtalion, some explain that the name Avtalion is Lashon Av, his father, and Tali, uh, Talion, or Tal, Talia in Aramaic, is children. So he was the father of the children of the orphans. Because he was the head of the courts, he took care of a lot of situations where they dealt with kids yeah. that needed help support situations so he was called Avtalion based on that but Shmaya and Avtalion was this pair so now they were very very great people the Gemara says they were Chachamim Gidolim and Darshanim Gidolim these, these were like very 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 great people I'm just reading in the Kahati it brings a story of in the introduction from the Gemara and Mesechet Yoma about these two rabbis the story goes you know the Kohen Gadol would do the Avodah on Yom Kippur, and it was like the highest Avodah of the year. That was considered the loftiest. That was the one time of the year that he would go into the Kodesh HaKodeshim, the holiest place, the inner sanctum, the holy of the holies, holiest place. He would go in there, and uh, he would uh, do the service there that he wouldn't, he wouldn't go in the entire year, besides Yom Kippur. So the story goes, the Kohen Gadol left from the Beit HaMikdash after the service on Yom Kippur. And when he left, the entire nation followed after him to give him kavod. But when Shmaya and Avtalion showed up, they left the Kohen Gadol and they went to accompany Shmaya and Avtalion instead, meaning it just gives you an idea of how valued they were, how big they were. So the story goes that the Kohen Gadol felt offended. <laughs> and he said something which sounds to be not right. He said something not nice. He said to them, Yavo b'nei amim it, was, it was a disgraceful way, which was basically he was saying, 
emphasizing in a negative way that they were from Gerim, something not positive, because he was offended. So they responded to this Kohen Gadol, We who are doing Ma'aseh we chase peace. They, uh, they, we, we should uh, go in peace because we're like a Haron, and not you, that you're not uh, chasing peace. I mean, the point is, you see from this story, though, from the Gemara and Yoma, how great they were and how valued they were amongst the people. So we're going to start Mishnah Yud now, which is the words of Shmaya, the first the, of the Nasi of this pair, Shmaya, the, the, uh, again, the Rebbe of Hillel and Shammai. So let's see what he says now. Shmaya v'avtalyon kiblu mehem. Shmaya and avtalyon received from them. Now from them means they were students of Yehuda ben Tabai and Shimon ben Shattach, who was the last pair, the third pair of the Zugot that we spoke about. They existed, by the way, I forgot to mention, Shmaya and Avtalion existed at the end of the period of the Chashmonaim, the beginning of the period of Hordus, which is an entire story in and of itself. This is towards the end of Bayit Sheni, very much close to the end of Bayit Sheni. What's Chashmonaim? Chashmonaim. Chashmonaim was the, the people that overcame the Greeks. The whole story with Hanukkah was the Chashmonaim. It's also called Maccabees. Exactly, yeah. Shmaya v'avtalion kiblu mehem. So says Mishnayot, Shmaya and Avtalion, they were students of Yehuda ben Tabai and Shimon ben Shatach. Mishnayot. Shmaya Omer. Now what did Shmaya used to say? Shmaya said some very important life lessons. He said, first of all, what? No, he didn't say Shema Yisrael. I mean, he did say Shema Yisrael, but not in this Mishnah. Shema said, number one, Ehov et You should love to do work. This is maybe one of the most important ideas, really, that exists. When people sit around and don't do things that are productive, they don't stay busy in a healthy and busy, successful, productive way, the Gemara says they go out of their mind. They become mentally unstable. And they start doing things that are unhealthy. They get involved in actions that are not productive and that are self-destructive. Now, what, what Shmaya is telling us in this word, love work, is not only for Parnassah. That's not the only point. Even if you're a multi-multi-millionaire, you have $10 million in the bank, you have tons of money in the bank, you should still have a work ethic. You should still love to do work. Working on its own affords great benefit for the person who is working, not just in terms of parnasah, so you could pay your bills, support your family, take care of tzedakah, and all of those things. It's good to be involved in productive things. You just said you're going to uh, Costco. The point is, is when we're involved in productive, healthy things, it's healthy for us. Just to sit at home, play video games all day, or do things shtuyot, things that are not productive, it's not healthy for us mentally or physically for that matter. Psychologically, for sure not. So he says, Ehov I was thinking about it the other day, actually. If I had $10 million in the bank, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, right? So I didn't have, let's say I didn't have to work. I knew how to invest, and I didn't have to work the rest of my life. I would still want to do what I do. That's what I, I would still want to do what I do. I enjoy what I do. <laughs> so it's great, Baruch Hashem. I, have, I find great value in the work that I do. And Halavai, everyone should find great value in the work that they do. But even if I did not find great value in the work that I did, it's still worth it to go and work hard because working hard is good for the individual. I don't like what I do. It's still good to do that. The Gemara tells us 
Pshot nevelta bashuk The Gemara says is that you should take a low, a degrading job, a low-level job. Pshot nevela means stripping the hides off the animals. This was considered like a lowly, it's like janitorial work. Become a janitor and don't ask people for tzedakah. It's better to go and work in something. Go find work in something. Even if it's not chashev work, it's not significant, it's not a elevated level work. Just do work. It's an important thing to just do work. Yosef, what did you want to say? Yeah, so this is a little commentary there. So um, it, it said that uh, Adam had to work to feel. Yeah. In other words, he was told yeah, to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had to work yeah. before, he, um, before he was able to take the, take the fruits. Also, um, you mean that we see already from the beginning, you're saying, there was this concept of work. Yeah. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, and then he was going to take the, to yeah. the fruits. Also, I mean, that's why, I mean, he was in a garden. But when Hashem told Amisel, before my Shekhina will rest upon you, you have to build a bit, build a Mishkan. I hear, that's nice. Good. You have to do some work. You have to do something beforehand. Yeah, you have to do some work. I'll and add, by the way, another point, which comes out also. Narashashiva always points this out. He says, why is it that very often you find people retire and then four months later they're dead? You think that's a good time, you relax, enjoy. You're not doing anything with your life. There's no sense of existence. What's the point? What are you doing? So what's the answer? The answer is when we retire, it's okay to retire. You move from one job to the next job, meaning it's true, you're not in the office, you're not trading stocks, you're not selling houses. Okay, so what's the next thing you're going to do? Find something. For the, maybe you want to do community service, volunteer in the shul, volunteer in the JCC. Yeah. You have to find something that's important, that's empowering, something that gives you a sense of existence. But just to stop being productive, you're gone. You're gone. That's it. Your life is over. Let's continue. Mishnah continues and says, Usna et harabanut. So you should love work and you should hate. Now, what does rabbanut mean? Hate. It, 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 you would say it means maybe hate the rabbis. It does not mean hate the rabbis. You should not hate the rabbis. That's not what Shmai is going to say. So Usna Tarabanut, he says like this. That's how the Mepharshim explained. Usna Tarabanut. It's crazy that he chose that word. Exactly. It's a mixy word. There's two Pshatim that are brought down I saw here. Usna Tarabanut could either mean, Usna Tarabanut is that you should hate glory. The glory, Rabbanut, is like authority. Oh. What does it mean? It means that it really ties into the last point. You should love work, and you shouldn't say to yourself, this oh, type of work is below me. Yeah. I'm not going to get noted. Hate the glory, meaning do the work because it's healthy to do work, and don't be so makbid, so exacting. This work is below. I want the... Uh, glorified work, the exalted yeah. work. That, that's not the right mentality because doing work on its own holds great value. The other pshat they say is actually it's more similar to authority in the, in the sense that you should hate the position of authority. Yeah. What does it mean? It means is that you shouldn't manager. want, accept uh, on yourself positions of manager, authority positions. And the Gemara tells us because people that accept those positions it's covert ba'alehem. It ends up burying those people that hold those positions. You know, it looks all great to have that position, but ultimately, the amount of stress, and by the way, the, then you struggle with gava. You're in this position. It's very easy to become full of yourself. There are challenges presented to somebody who's in positions of authority that ultimately could lead to his downfall, to lead to his demise. So that's the other pshat. Usna is you should hate 
not want to be in the positions of authority. Now, sometimes we're put into positions of authority, you know, but, but to, to pine for that job just to be glorified like that, that's the wrong thing because that's going to end up being your demise. Sometimes, I will add in parentheses, you need that job to facilitate your life's work. Meaning, let's say a person knows his life's work is to distribute a lot of tzedakah. So he wants to be in a position in the city, the gabay tzedakah, whatever it is. So you need the position, but you're not doing it for the glory. Your intention is because you want to facilitate your life's mission. I see you. Just wait a second. So the point is, that wouldn't necessarily be a problem. It's not Tarabanut, is where you're just pining for the job, for the glory. That's a very negative thing. Oh, Rabbeinu, Hashem came to him. He said, "Me, Anochi, who am I? I don't want right. this, this job. That exactly. You want me to be the exactly. rabbi of the Amitzah? Exactly. Me, Anochi. First of all, it took him seven days to, to say yes. Yeah. But the thing is that he realized what a job it's going to be, especially if you know it's Am Kishara. Mm-hmm. So he would be all the way on the top. For sure. But all the Tsarists. And we see what he dealt with throughout the forty years. We see what he dealt with throughout the 40 years. Yeah. It wasn't an easy job. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. Uh, what's, what amount of sorrow? Ultimately, he doesn't go into Israel because of the Jews in large degree. I mean, that's that's the, you know, that's the... It looks like he didn't yeah. initially want to yeah. rub on those. Yeah, yeah, he, he didn't. Was offered he, didn't. he didn't, he didn't. I didn't want to He didn't, he didn't. Because, because, because in a way, it could change who you are, because it could change. He was so humble, mm-hmm. it could have changed him also to become, ah, look at me, and he didn't want to do that. So it took him a while before he said, you know what, so Hashem is really asking me and I, I can control this. It took him a while and then he accepted. So I think people no, in lots of old. positions can get in trouble. So you have to, I'm just saying, look, I mean, I don't know how, the position of Donald Trump, let's just say, but because he wanted to be that, look at all the problems. It's true, yeah, there's no question. He's almost ready to go to jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if he would have stayed in the, you know, the down low, stayed out of the limelight, it could be he would have had an easier life, no question. Let's finish up. Now, means Don't make yourself known. Mepharshim explained, Rashut refers to the government. Don't make yourself known to the government. What does that mean? Don't make yourself too close to the government. Don't get too close with the authority figures, with the government. Now, why would somebody do that? So the Mepharshim speak out. Somebody thinks maybe if I get very close with the government, they're going to give me some sort of a great position. You know, I, I, I butter, uh, what's it called? I yeah. grease their fingers. I come close with them. They'll give me a great job. It's going to make me get ahead in life, etc. So the Mepharshim see the problem is, is that in the beginning it might look, if you get very close with the government, it might look like they're doing it for your benefit. They're allowing you this privilege for your benefit. Yeah. In the end, when it doesn't suit them anymore, who knows what they're going to do to you? Steal your money and kill you. Who knows what's going to happen? So to become very close with government is also not a very suggested way uh, in life. The, this idea, though, of not becoming close with the government, very interesting, the Mepharshim speak out. Why is the government called Rashut? What does Rashut really mean? Rashut means... Uh, authority. What's that? Authority. Authority, but no more than that. What is Rashut? permission because the government decides whatever they want to do they have permission to decide whatever it is that they want to do they're the ones who make that call so to get very close with the government it might look glorious this is a great idea in the beginning but then who knows what happens when you're no longer useful to them 
Uh, things turn around very quickly, and they could become not only not beneficial to you, but very damaging to you. So Shmaya, again in recap, is telling us that when it comes to work, we should have a work ethic in the sense that we should want to do work even if that work is something that's not necessarily uh, yeah. the most glorious thing because work is important. And B, when it comes to authority figures, we should be careful. A little bit of a distance is a healthy thing. You never know what could happen in the end with them. Tomorrow we'll pick up with Avatalion, his partner, Av Beitin. We'll see what he has to say as well.